Episode 115. Yes, you heard it right. Episode 115 of the Parkrun Adventurers podcast is here and now. And welcome to my co-host, Melissa Erbacher. How are you going, Melissa? I'm good, thanks, Scotty. How are you doing this week? I'm feeling good. Damn, I'm feeling so fine. <laughs> good, because there was a slight pause there and I thought I'd lost you for a second. No, 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 I was just trying to think. So, uh, do you recognise those lyrics from a song? I'm feeling good. Damn, I'm feeling so fine. I'm living on a cloud above an island in my mind. No, I don't recognise those lyrics. It it does spring to mind a different feel-good song that goes... No, I'm, I'm more possibly current a little bit more catchy and going to get stuck in everyone else's heads. You're more current. Okay, well, educate current. me. What am I missing out on? So this week, Parkrun has not taken over my life this week. Music has. Okay. Now, don't judge me. Don't judge me. Here's a lesson I've learned in life too, Mel. Don't judge people on their musical choice because I think you and I have vastly different choices. Okay. Or, what's the word? We have vastly different tastes, tastes in music. But mm-hmm. I still like you. Okay. Well, you can still judge me on my musical taste and be my friend. No, don't do that. Don't fall into the trap because I'm setting myself <laughs> up here. I'm setting myself up here. So uh, late last week, Father John Misty. Do you know the father? I do not know the father. It's, okay. Is he a priest? No, he's not. He's a brilliant musician. So how does he, he get to call himself father? Well, that's just his, his stage name, a persona he's taken on. He released his album. Let me continue which just put me Mm -hmm. in musical nirvana because I just think he's a genius and I love everything he's ever done. Next day, Kanye drops his album. So back-to-back days, my number one and number two artists have released albums and it's just put me in a happy place. Do you think that's a winky dink? Do you think they did it for me? Are they related? (laughs) Well, I don't know. Are they they direct competitors? Does Father John do rap or I don't know? what, What would he even call what Kanye does? Kanye, well, I think, I, I don't know, he, he does rap, hip-hop. I don't know what he wants to call it these days. But what it did do, it cheered me up because I had a pretty crap parkrun experience on the weekend. Do you want me to share? Yes, I do. I, do, I don't understand how that could happen, but yes, please, please share. Me being the romantic that I am, I booked a weekend away for me and my wife. Remember I mentioned it on the, at the end of last week's episode? And I was hoping she would come with me and she accepted the invitation. So... I had planned a weekend away, and so we, we took off on Friday night, and I actually said to my lovely wife, we don't have to go to Park Run tomorrow if you don't want to. Mm. That's like loving someone enough to share a Tim Tam or something. I know, I know. We went away, but unfortunately my little girl, Kasha, was, was sick, and we knew Aww. this before we were going away. Um, but she was okay. Nanny was in town. Nanny was looking after her. We were confident she was going to be okay. Okay. We drive two hours away, get to our destination, check in. Me, Mr. Big Shot, pays for the upgrade to go to the top floor. Everything's happy. Check in with Kasha. She's got a temperature over 40. Mum and Dad then freak out, can't relax. Get back in the car (laughs) on Friday night. Drive Drive another two hours back home. Um, to, to be with our very, very sick daughter, who, who, who recovered, who was fine. But it wasn't the romantic weekend and, and wonderful parkrun experience that we could have had. I didn't get a new event up. Did you go, did you go back on the Saturday then no, afterwards? When, no, no. No, it was done. It was done. Oh. Because, you know, Kasha was still sick and we'll save it for another day. Save it for another day. But I needed some cheering up. Hence, that's where the father came in, that's when Kanye came in, and they did their job. So, my question to you is, do you have a happy place? Do you have a music that takes you to a happy place, or do you find it through other memes? Means. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we've had, we've had a similar conversation before. I do have, I do have happy place music, um, but... I also have to be in the right mood, if, and I think that's a contradiction because music can change your mood. However, I still need to be in the right mood to listen to some music. And case in point, um, one of my favourite bands has just released a new album, the first in seven years, and I'm really looking forward 
to enjoying it, but I haven't been in the right frame of mind to start listening to it either. So I don't want to ruin my getting to know the new music by not being in a good mood when I listen to it to start with because I'm scared it's going to colour my opinion of it. Do you not have enough faith in them that they will put you in the right mood? It's it's not about faith. I, I can't explain it. Yeah, sorry, I'm, I'm not going to give you anything good here. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. That might not get you in your happy place right now, but I've got something that will. Our number one fan, Melissa Ellis, we set her a challenge. Yes, we did in episode 107. I got soft. I thought we made it too hard for her. But you had faith, Mel. You had the faith. I did. She was, she was rising to the challenge and she... She rose to that challenge. Can you remind the listeners? Tell the give us fill us in. Okay. Well, Melissa Ellis has made an excellent case over the last however many months, um, handing in stellar roving reports from all over the country. Uh, the case has been to join the Channel Five News Crew. However, we've made entry to the News Crew a little bit more. No, I don't want to say difficult. I, challenging perhaps you know we, we we only want to take the cream of the crop in the news crew i'm going to go so far as to say that it's exclusive these guys are dedicated and hardworking, and so we set her a level up challenge and if she rose to that challenge and was able to file that report she guaranteed herself entry to the channel 5 news crew where was she at on the weekend scotty she went down to sunny inverloch she did. And and what was the challenge that we set her? Do you want me to explain that? or Her challenge was to find a Scott to interview and to find a Mel to interview. Good morning, Parkrun Adventurers. It's Melissa here coming to you from Inverloch, where it's always sunny. And um, the briefing hasn't started yet. The crowd's starting to build. And I've found a couple of people to interview. So if I could just ask your names, please. I'm Michael. No, not really. I'm Scott. <laughs> I'm Melissa. Wow, what a coincidence. Scott and Melissa. That's the same names as our hosts of our podcast. Could you tell me a bit about how you got into parkrun? Uh, well, I actually just started um, running myself and then um, I ended up finding uh, parkrun as a sort of a little event and I came along to Inverloch here. It's my first parkrun and uh, haven't stopped since. And I think I might have noticed, not that I did any research, that you've done a few park runs. I've done a few around the place. I've got a fair few over on Mornington Peninsula and um, most of uh, the local ones around here. Still haven't got Phillip Island on there. Um, and just recently went up to the Euroa launch. Very good. Um, I think you've done 11 different events. <laughs> yeah, you probably know more than I do. <laughs> and Melissa, what about yourself? Yeah, I'm not not into it as much as what Scott is. I um, a friend that does um, Inverloch Park Run got me into it. Um, so I think I started last year and started doing it as pre um, pre season training for netball. So once the um, season starts, I don't usually. Uh, back up a 5k run and then do a netball game but yeah so um, it was more just a friend just saying coming along and yeah so I got into it as of last year but not not as many runs under my belt as what Scott's got. It's kind of hard when it clashes with the other sports to and two kids and yeah that that makes it a little bit makes it a little bit harder. So yeah. Have the kids come along to park run yet? No, they haven't. A little bit too young. <laughs> Have you heard about Junior Park Run? Uh, no, I haven't. I haven't, no. It launched last week. Oh, there you go. Over in Westerfolds Park yep. in Victoria. So it might be something that... Uh, might have to get along and bring the young ones out and have a go. And it might grow. To, uh, and spread. <laughs> yes, these things tend to happen. Talk might even uh, start one up in the Gippsland area in the future. Who knows? Well, I'd like to thank you very much for speaking to me today. And I have a little gift for each of you. Thank you very much. There's your pineapple chocolate, Melissa. And Scott, there's uh, your donuts. Cinnamon donuts. Uh, your favourite, right? Yeah. Thank you very much, guys. Thanks. Have Thank a good you. run. Cheers. And that's all it takes, people, to be a member of the Channel 5 News Crew. Melissa, welcome. So are we setting, I mean, that was a brilliant job. And well done to the Scott and Melissa for stepping up to the challenge and agreeing to be interviewed as well. 
is is that going to be the standard entry level report that people need now? Is they have to find a Melina Scott, or are no. we just going to find different no. challenges for everyone? We need to keep it fresh. We need to keep it moving all the time. So there'll be there'll be different challenges. I'm confident that we've got more than one trick up our sleeves, more than one idea okay, good. to call on. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm worried of we being stereotyped, though, Mel. You know the donuts and well, the donuts and the pineapple chocolate and. Well, I think what you mean is we are stereotyping Melissa's and Scott's across yeah. the world. Like, <laughs> I would take that as a massive compliment. Okay. We are the stereo. No. Well, no we are the types and they're the stereotypes yeah. because they are, yeah, the stereo versions. Yeah. Hey, it's we need to cool. back to music again. <laughs> I would like to say welcome to Melissa Ellis. From number one fan to Channel 5 News crew, you're in, honey. You did a good job and we'll add you to the secret Facebook group later. And there's more coming later in the episode. We've got Lyndall back. She went visiting uh, St. Lucia and we've got the rest of the reports that Melissa grabbed from Inverloch. So just get through this next interview and um, <laughs> more roving reports await. It's the return of the event director interview. It's been missing. It's been in hibernation, let's say that, because we always intended to bring it back. And who better to bring it back than the current event director of Bright Parkrun? Welcome to the Parkrun Adventurers, Mr. Matt Fullerton. G'day, guys. How are you going? We're fantastic. We're fantastic. How are you? And how is Bright? Because as those listeners of the podcast will know that I spent a bit of time in Bright, um, full disclosure, you and I are mates, aren't we, Matt? You're one of are my we? best mates in Parkrun. Yeah, look, I'll, I'll put it publicly, yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh, well, that's good. Put it out there. But um, those that aren't aware is that uh, Scott has many talents, um, one of them the podcast and, uh, and what have you, but he's also very good at house-sitting and uh, looking after your animals. So um, just putting it out there, anybody that... You know, in the park run, park run world that uh, needs their event taken care of, just give uh, Scott a call. <laughs> well, this has started well. <laughs> this, is, this is much better than I expected. <laughs> but, but, but how's bright at the moment? Because when we were there, it was beautiful. The weather was beautiful. But just the last couple of days, it started to turn. And um, I think that's what you're heading into. We, um, we've had some fantastic weather. So, obviously, bright is is a known for a, a, being a tourist destination for all year round. I, I think there's actually only two weekends out of the whole calendar um, that there is not an event on in Bright. So there's always something happening. One of them has been the uh, – one of them, the, the largest ones is the Autumn Festival. So Bright's known for its Autumn Festival and the, the changing colours of, of the region. That's great. That's, uh, that, that's when the weather was still nice, but the last couple of weeks have been um, – it's been a bit chilly, so <laughs> uh, we uh, we set out last Saturday to, to put our turnaround flag in, so we, we're an out-and-back course, put our turnaround flag in, jump back in the car to look at the temperature at, uh, this was a quarter past seven, and it was minus two. So uh, <laughs> gloves are on, thermals, jacket, ready to uh, volunteer for another week, so... Matt, I feel like Bright isn't a year old yet, so correct me if I'm wrong. I haven't done any research prior to this interview. Have you have you done a winter of Bright Park runs no. yet? No, not yet. So we launched uh, the Australia Day weekend um, of, of this year. So January 20, 27th, I think it was, was uh, what, it, what it fell on. Uh, so no, we haven't done a, haven't done a winter. So we'll, uh, we'll, we'll see how we go. I'm sure we'll survive, but uh, <laughs> as to how many, uh, how many keen runners we get out there on a, uh, on a Saturday morning, uh, we'll just see how, how committed everybody is. So. And I, I know I've been to the area. I've, I've stayed up in dinner plane during the snowy periods. Does it actually snow in Bright? Uh, look, no. We, well, I, I say no, but it, it, it has. So we, we actually have a have a, a picture of our house, which I think was taken back in two thousand and ten. 
with it actually covered in covered in snow. So we and we are just just in just out of town. So it, it has before, but it's not it's not common, and it doesn't stick around long enough. It, it just sort of hit, hits the ground and, and melts away. But uh, but yeah, definitely uh, definitely up on the up on the hills, it, it certainly does. So. And how are your numbers looking uh, at the moment as we head into the colder months? We always say that's not an indicator of a successful park run, but um, how's it going? Yeah, they're going. Uh, they're going well. As I mentioned, Bright being being a, a destination for a lot of a uh, lot of tourists is that we in most weeks we we tend to have you know tourists out out outnumber the outnumber the locals. Where where this week it it, uh, it, it was last Saturday. It was uh, the locals out outnumbered the tourists, but we only had nine people, so <laughs> it wasn't uh, it, it, it wasn't wasn't too hard. But look, our numbers leading up, but before that, before that minus two sort of weekend, you know, we depending on what's happening in in town, it, it can go from go from sort of thirty to fifty, and they they sort of settled around around that uh, around that number, which is you know like like you say, park run. As long as one person turns up. It's worth doing it, you know, because you don't know why that person is coming along to park run, and the effect that your actions, you know, uh, you know, the impact that your actions are making, you know, standing out there minus two degree a day could be doing to that person. So it's I always say, you know, and, and like we do in the park run world, it, it's not it's not about uh, it's not about the numbers, but you know, we we had nine people last Saturday, and uh, I, I said to my wife after the event was that. It it was actually it was it was probably one of the best park runs that we've had because there were eight locals, there were five other volunteers, and and it just had it just had a good feeling. Yeah, it, it was it was great. So, and how did you come about? Why did you bring park run to Bright? We we should also mention that you were the establishing event director at Lilydale Lake that we'll ask you about a bit later. But why did you bring park run to Bright? Uh, so December last year was uh, my wife and I and, and our three kids, we relocated from Melbourne up the Hume to, uh, to, to Bright. So, you know, we, we thought, how do we, how do we connect with a, with a new community where we know nobody? And, you know, and we thought, well, there's no better way to do that than to, than to start a park run. Park run's all about the community and connecting with the community and, you know, making friendships and, and what have you. So, well, well, be it you know we, we our, our closest one was either Wangaratta, an hour up the road, or, or Mount Beauty, sort of uh, forty minutes over over the Tawonga Gap. But you know th- those communities, you know, it, it wouldn't have given us the opportunity to connect with our with our with our neighbours. So because they weren't making that making that trip, we thought let's do it. Let's let's start one sooner rather than later. Um, and we, we were lucky enough uh, with the Embracing 2018 uh, funding to be able to to successfully uh, get get that to to launch the event because you know that that's another uh, another thing small communities and uh, small regional towns it's always very hard to to get funding so yeah so that's how Bright Park Run was was formed and uh, and I'm pleased to say it's. It's worked, you know. We, we've connected with with people in our community. You know, we've, um, you know, we got a handful of core people, coffees afterwards, um, all that sort of stuff. So you know, catching up for runs outside of that, and yeah, it's 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 been fantastic. Sounds magic. I would like to come back to uh, Scotty's visit and and the team trickets visit. Matt, so when that happened, he actually mentioned on the podcast that you were going to run with him and or at least he had the expectation that you were going to run at Parkrun together and then you took off. I would like to hear your side of that story, please. Oh, did you participate that day, Scott? <laughs> yeah, you're we, quite we, the joker. Yeah. yeah, I was there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not surprised you don't remember. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you know... Yeah, well, we ran in the same event together, didn't we? Is that, were, were you? Yeah, yeah, we've established. That. Sure. Did we? I think we. I think we high five, didn't we? Did we high five? <laughs> no, you fresh aired me on that too. So, you know, my version was true. Yeah, right. 
<laughs> he barely even remembers it. Yeah. Yeah. No. Okay it, uh, then. Yeah. <laughs> good mates, obviously. Very good yeah. mates. Yeah. No. No. We are. But how good is it when we catch up for a run, Scott? Once every four years, I really enjoy it. Yeah, it's yeah. great. It's great. <laughs> let's go. Let's go back then, Matt. Let's go back to how you got involved in parkrun to begin with, because that's a good story too. So let's take us back to how you discovered parkrun and why you wanted to set up Lilydale Lake Parkrun. Yeah. So um, going back. How long is Lily Dubbing out? Four years now. Um, they've just recently, not too long ago, had their fourth anniversary. So I suppose I've got a similar story to, to a lot of um, EDs is that, you know, I was I was on holidays. Uh, I was on holidays in Arimula actually, um, out for a run. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't too into running back then, but, you know, just, just did it fairly casually. And then saw a whole group of people and, and this park run flag. So we were staying there over over two weekends. So quickly, you know, I went back and I said, "Oh yeah, Marangula fun run and all this sort of stuff." Trying to work out what what this what this thing was, and uh, you know, I discovered park run, registered, attended the uh, the following Saturday uh, before we took off uh, on our on our way home, and it was fantastic. Just uh, I loved it. Yeah, good six. This is free. You know, there's, uh, you know, you're, you're involved with other people and, you know, it's, it's all about beating your own time and everything like that. So I thought, how good is this? So I arrived back home after the holiday and, and just sort of had a, had a bit more of a think about it and had a look to see where other, where other nearby events were. And that was, you know, based in Lilydale. At that stage, there was, there was Albert Melbourne. And there was uh, there was Berwick, and Berwick, they, they were my my closest sort of events. And I thought, well, you know, why this is this is great, you know. But I, w- I wonder if we could start our own one. Yeah. So contacted uh, contacted sent follow the, the link on the website. Contacted Park Run and and was contacted with a whole heap of information and what have you. But you know, one one of the other reasons was being a, a father of three young kids is is that I wanted to wanted my kids to to be able to have access to something like that get outdoors be active you know get off devices and what have you and, and just get outdoors and, and and be be active and and have some fun so that's how that's how Lilydale was Lilydale Lake Park Run was was established was um was as a result of of a, of a holiday away in uh, in New South Wales at Marimbula. You mentioned your three kids. That's quite a tribe to have, Matt. How have they have they embraced parkrun? I mean, I imagine you drag them along or you encourage them along each week. Do they all participate happily? Um, uh, happily, <laughs> I, I would I would say um, so. Use we've, we've got Matt you like. yeah, <laughs> we've got. Each one uh, likes or doesn't like park run for different reasons. So uh, I've got my uh, my son Bryce who who go he can't he, I suppose he kind of fades in and fades out of if he likes park run. I suppose that that depends on if his mates are going and uh, and how he feels at that, at the time. So he you know his big aim was to was to achieve his fifty park runs, which which he did and. And what have you, and, and and that was his focus. And now the hundreds too far away, he thinks. So he's kind of he's in that stage of fading back out of parkrun. Where we've got my daughter uh, Takesha, she's um, hey, you know, one day she'll make it to a junior ten, but she's volunteered a whole heap more than than she's ever 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 ran. So um, you know, but but she still um, when when we had Lilita Lake, she she come along and. Um, not to participate, but to either volunteer or, or to catch up with uh, with their friends. So, and my youngest Macy is uh, is absolutely just uh, she's six, but and probably couldn't uh, couldn't make the make the distance. She is registered, but still yet to scan that barcode for the first time. So uh, maybe uh, maybe Junior Park runs the. The nice platform uh, for for Macy to get get a park running underway. Well, what a nice segue 
you've set me up there because you have been instrumental. You won't acknowledge it, but you've been instrumental in getting Junior Park Run up and going in this country. And that, and that's part of your role on the board. So you're also on the board of Park Run Australia. Have you been following the progress of Junior Park Run? And is there one day a chance we're going to have bright Junior Park Run? Oh, I would love for that day to happen. I'd love, I'd love for you know a, a junior park run to be in you know every every town you know because I I think it's just it's fantastic you know it, it's something for kids just for kids, um and and once again just like just like the five k series is that you know it's totally accessible you know and it can be whatever you want it to be. I, I just think just think it's great and it would be fantastic to have one. Uh, in Bright or anywhere around this around this area um, to, to get kids outdoors and, and get them get them active. So, so you mentioned Macy there. So five k is just a bit bit too much of a stretch. But do you reckon if she if you said to her two k, she'd be up for that? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I remember. You know. Even remember. You know. A lot of these running events and things like that uh, are doing are doing. You know. Like the the kiddies dash and you know a, a one or two k. Thing just just for kids as well, and you see just how popular that is. And I'll, I'll never forget sort of um, eight eight months ago when we uh, all went travelled to, to Tassie as, as a family, and, and we all took part in in a uh, in a in a distance. So there was a marathon, half marathon, ten k, five k, and and there was a two k kitty dash. And I'll never forget. I I'd, I'd finished the the marathon and, and timed it. Uh, timed it that we we had actually all sort of come in at uh, at similar times, and then I had to quickly grab Macy because that was the start of the kiddies dash that's at the two k. And I had just finished a marathon, and you know, just about dying. And uh, and then Macy's got my hand, and, and we're running the two k kitty dash, and the look on her face when when she comes through the finishing shoot and everything like that was just amazing. And if you could replicate that every Sunday, you 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 know, I, we're on a winner. For sure. Well, I can guarantee, I can vouch for that. We're on a winner. Two weeks in, I've seen it happen for two weeks, and it's fantastic. I also mentioned uh, you're part of the board. How have you enjoyed that involvement in helping shape the strategic direction of Parker and Australia? I thoroughly enjoy it. Uh, I think um, the what the board and who the board is made up of. Speaking myself you know but i feel as though that everybody that's on the board brings something different you know we're all from different uh professions outside of park run and bringing those our strengths into into help um with the strategic direction of, of park run and uh and different different things that we're working on like junior park run and what have you i think is has been uh, has, has been fantastic, and, and it's only going to get better and stronger as, as we go forward for sure. So you know, it, it is it's great to uh, to be involved on on a different level outside of a, of a, a Saturday morning, um, and it really does give you a a, a, a great insight into the, the workings of, of Park Run and and our reach, and especially some of the strategic uh, choices that we're making at, at the moment on. Where where events should be and the impact and 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 things like that, taking more of a, a, a proactive approach to to launching new events, looking at how park run can impact a community. Yeah, I suppose and, and reverse engineering it, you know, rever, re, reversing it, going into a town looking for looking for opportunities, building an event team rather than the usual organic approach. Well, Matt, you certainly have your fingers in lots of park run pie. And as part of that, I'm sure you've travelled around quite a bit and experienced a few different places. The top three of your favourite events, and they can't include Lilydale or Bright. Oh, I forgot that you asked this question. Oh, <laughs> okay, I'm not prepared. Then you'll give us an honest answer. You can never think about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I really enjoy probably... Uh, Wilson Botanic is one of my favourites. Absolutely, it, it's in in Berwick. But if you if you weren't really from the area, you would not even know it's there. Uh, it's in the Botanic uh, Botanic Gardens. I think an old um, quarry has been turned into a, uh, a gardens, and it's two laps. It's challenging. It's hilly. 
some great views. It's, it's fantastic. So definitely Wilson Botanic. Also like Coburg. Coburg is is one of my one of my favourites. You know, when you when you run out, you sort of get one view, and when you run back, and you, you get another of the. I think it's the spillway there, and and the trees and everything like that. It's really really nice. Uh, what would what would be a uh, another one? Good question. Two is good, right? <laughs> Starts with W. Perhaps, perhaps to add to oh. the, the no, well, no, you can't do that. That's not allowed. That's being led. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's putting words in your mouth. To add, how, how about for your third one? You give us the event that, if money and time were no object, you would like to go to. Yeah, I think um, somewhere you know that, that that's hard. That's hard to get to. I think. I think. Um, uh, somewhere in WA would be would be nice. Yeah, I, I think maybe uh, Kalgoorlie or you know something uh, something like that. I think would be would be fantastic. Nice choice. Kalgoorlie's on on my list as well of one of those little bit harder to get to type adventures. I think because Kal- Kalgoorlie is the one that has. Is it? Do they have the kilometre markers on marked on rocks, on rocks. or something? Is that? They the, do. Yeah, on that's the red it. Soil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you Very really cool. just want to get out there to see their kilometre markers? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're a rock enthusiast. Well, we're learning all sorts of things about you this week, Matt. Thank you for joining us on the Parkrun Adventurers podcast. It has been lovely hearing all about Bright and Lilydale Lake and and exploring the Matt Who. The Matt Who. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Well, uh, yeah, keep up the banter. We love it and... Uh, and great work on the pod as always. Here we are now. I've got Rihanna with me. Rihanna, congratulations on finally achieving your goal to become Victorian States person. Oh, thank you, Mel. It's a wonderful feeling. Yes, it's, it's quite an achievement. There's 66 current events in Victoria and you're from country victoria is that right yeah in bendigo so that's a lot of traveling to all the different parts of the state and you have you enjoyed all that travel um yeah most of the time so i've been to a few places i've never even heard of before so that's good yeah it it definitely gets you out and about and it gets you to meet a lot of new people um is there what park runs have been your favorite um probably lakes entrance is pretty nice and i like cobram and yeah Has there been any particular challenges that um, in getting to the events, have you had any, you know, issues driving to places or anything like that that stood out? Not particularly, just sometimes snoring to get up in the morning and just like thinking, I could just drive like five minutes to Bendigo. But yeah, other than that, no. Yeah, that is an issue. We have a lot of early starts, don't we? And what would you say is the most memorable event that you've been to? Um, I, I like going to the launches the best as I've met a lot of people through Parkrun and yeah it's been really good. It definitely brings us together doesn't it because we've met and become friends through Parkrun and there's a real community feel um, with the tourists that travel around to the launches which I, I know I really enjoy so. Me too yeah I really like it. And you have your sister that comes along, keeps you company on the trips. She's pretty good in doing that. Yeah, yeah, she's pretty good, yeah. Keeps me awake while driving in the early morning. Yes, because we've got to be safe when we're travelling, get plenty of sleep. Hello, awesome park run people. Hi, Tog. <laughs> so, well, thanks for talking to me, Rihanna. What's the next challenge? Have you got anything in mind? Uh, I want to try and finish the alphabet of the park runs, yeah. Do you know how many you've got to go? How many? Um, a few letters. But, yeah. That Z, that's the tricky one, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. All right. Thanks for that, Ray. Okay. Bye. Okay. okay. We're here now at brunch. Um, Paul the Pieman, I think it's called, and I've got Addie with me. Addie was the RD today. Hi, Addie. How you going? I'm good. Um, how are you? You're um, very young for an RD, is that right? Yes, I'm 16. How long have you been doing it for? Um, this is my second year now doing um, 
RDing. I started when I was 14 um, with the Takeover Day, the Junior Takeover Day at Inverloch, and um, from there we've just kept going. That's really good. So I know that you have, um, there's a, another adult that is on standby. Is that right? Yeah. So I have to still have someone around the course as I'm under 18, but um, I'd make sure um, I try and do all the stuff and they're really helpful to make sure that I'm still on the right track and everything goes smoothly. You're definitely very impressive. It's my second time when I've been to Inverloch that you've been the RD and you're very confident and you, you do a really good job. Um, do you get to go around and do a bit of touring as well? Yeah, um, I go out with um, Tony a fair bit. We go to the footy afterwards, so we get to tourists wherever we kind of feel like. Last week was Highlands for their birthday and we go. Um, we start quite early often. So last week was 5 o'clock, but... We can, we can do anything. We go up to Kahuna sometimes and, yeah, we go everywhere. And do you get some um, learner hours as well? As... Oh, yeah. I'm always in the driver's seat these days. I'm sure Auntie Jackie and I'm Tony love it, but um, it's always good. Mum, mum appreciates it. Yeah, it's very good for um, getting the hours up. I did the same with some of my kids. Um, and what would you say is your favourite thing about Parkrun? I just love the social aspect. I'm very big for talking. Um, that's why I don't mind getting up on the stump at all but um, I just love meeting new people and seeing where their story is and where they've come from and, and what brought them to Inverloch That's great, well, thanks very much for talking to me Addy Thanks for interviewing me, I loved it Great G'day Parkrun Adventurers, it's Lyndall here and I'm checking in this morning from my Nendi I've finally gotten to St Lucia Park Run, which launched um, just a couple of months ago in March this year. Um, St Lucia is a inner western suburb of Brisbane and is home to the University of Queensland, which is where the park run is based. So I'm going to get into it. We're not far off starting, so I'll chat to a few people after the run. Okay, so I've tracked down this bunch of blokes... They've got cute koalas on their shirts. So the Brisbane 5K koalas. What's your name? Ben. And Jimmy? Washington. Armin. Don. I'm Reno. All right. Now, here we are at St. Lucia Park Run. What is the story with the 5K koalas? Armin. Well, we started uh, just like obviously friends hanging out on weekends and then we just kind of like have a chat with each other. Say, so, uh, what do you guys want to create? Uh, sort of a, a running club or something it all started oh it's just a joke and all this and then eventually it was, it was like last year 2017 end of last year it sort of started to go okay we might as well you know and we, we obviously are into all the running and then we eventually venture out and now the koalas themselves are doing all the marathons all over Brisbane and we even even go to Sydney for the black moors and all this and then as well as Spartan races alright now we're going to be doing in 2-3 weeks we'll be doing the 100k uh, Brisbane Dubai cycling as well so it's kind of like yeah we're, we're everywhere kind of thing so I've never seen a koala riding a bike before. Oh, there you go. Now, you're telling me about your little emblem, the one that you started with, is about free hugs. Who wants to talk to me about free hugs? No, it's, it's not actually my idea, but, uh, you know, koalas, they like hugging trees. And, uh, and it's like, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a good feeling when you hug someone. So, you know, it's a feeling of um, uh, being together or something like that. And, yeah. Well, that sounds delightful. And, and now it's winter. Koalas don't like getting out of bed in the cold. Is it hard for you guys to get up for parkrun? Uh, I think we're getting much more and more enthused to run our personal best every week. So, yeah, we're really loving parkruns. And we've done Chermside. We're doing, obviously, St Lucia today, but our home base is in South Bank. But it's great to get around. And we're, the next level we're doing is trying to fundraise. We're going to start doing some events to fundraise for Beyond Blue. Excellent. Beyond Blue obviously being a charity about depression, is that correct? That's exactly right. So it goes really nice with our hugs. We want to <laughs> make people happy and we want to really contribute to um, the community. Well, that sounds absolutely wonderful. Thank you, guys. Is there anything else you'd like to add about the 5K koalas? Lloyd, remember? 
pretty much this supposed to be the CEO. This one he started it. Oh, and the then, CEO. Yeah, yeah. supposed to be. I, I'm the brain. I'm the brain of the Spike Big So you got the brain. That's yeah. why you got all your yeah. spokespeople. This, you don't this, need to do the talking because everyone else. Oh, okay. okay. That's why. That's why I, I let them do the talk because yes. they are my. Uh, workers, <laughs> they are my workers. Okay, I, I am. I am the executive. Okay, <laughs> chief executive officer, the director, and the president at the same time. Anyway, yeah, thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, thanks, guys. Thanks for talking to me. I mean, we're on Facebook, obviously. If you can follow the uh, 5K Koalas on Facebook, that'd be great. And get free hugs anytime oh, we like. Anytime that you like, yeah. yeah. Wonderful. Well, thank you, guys. Thanks for talking to me. See you later. Thank you very much. Bye. Alrighty, I've tracked down Paul, who's the event director here at St. Lucia. How are you going today? Yeah, very good, thanks. A bit cold, but getting there. It was a bit cool. Do you think it's like the first cold weekend that Brisbane's had? Do you reckon that affected your numbers? <laughs> or is this about normally what you get here at St. Lucia? No, this is normal. We're somewhere between like 80 to 120, so it's reasonably quiet for a park run, but um, it's a great little community and, and building every week, so loving it. Excellent, and that is nice numbers. You've got neighbouring park runs of, is it South Bank, South Bank in the city? So, yeah, South Bank in the city, Rocks River to the south and straight across the river at Stones Corner. Excellent. So this is great about Brisbane. There's so many park runs to get around to. Now, Paul, I spotted you. I knew you were the run director <laughs> today and the event director because you were spinning around in a little buggy. Must be the best gig in run directing in park run. Yeah, we've, um, we've been really lucky because... Uh, I used to work here at UQ Sport uh, on the campus, so not only did we not have to get permission from the council to set up Park Run, um, UQ very kindly gave us all the support we needed. Um, we've got facilities here like a storage shed and, and a golf buggy that we can help set up with, so yeah, we're really quite lucky. So, so UQ being the University of Queensland here in St Lucia, and you've got all of your... Um, turnarounds and kilometre markers permanent on the track? That's right. Um, the university provided the, the funds. I made the signs uh, in the garage at home and they installed them for us. So it's all it's all set up and they widened the path in several places for the turns and for the finish. So, yeah, they've been really helpful. That's excellent. You made those signs. They're awesome. Well yeah, done. thanks. Thanks, yeah. <laughs> Wanted to try and do something that we could have permanently on the on the course, but they didn't really stand out from the local for, you know, foraging fauna. So, um, yeah, we're quite pleased with them. Excellent. And, Paul, how did you get into park run yourself? Um, I came back from the States overweight last year in September, um, so wanted to lose some weight, so we, we joined uh, Rocks Riverside Park Run, and it struck me that St Lucia is a pocket, a, a whole area out to Indrapilly, Chapel Hill, that area that is not really serviced, so as I worked here on him, I thought this is something we could get set up, so we started through the process. I had a massive accident on a skateboard, which t stopped me running. Um, but we've carried on the process throughout that, and we we're ready for our launch in March, which was madness. Yes, the, it's a bit leg legendary around Brisbane. <laughs> a lot of our launches have just gotten bigger and bigger and bigger, and St Lucia was the one that took the cake, really. That's right, Eight, 800 <laughs> exactly to, to the last person. Um, and listen... If, if people are listening, what I would say is come back and try us again because it was it was a mental weekend. It was lots of fun. Um, lots of people came and experienced it and, and were part of what was Australia's largest launch ever. Um, but I'm sure it will have put a few people off because it was just it was so congested and obviously being our, our first real run, we weren't sure of everything. So there was some delays putting people's numbers and I, I spent all weekend putting the numbers right on on the <laughs> online. But we got there in the end and um, yeah, so we're quite proud of that. But um, it's settled down now and we've got a regular community and it's yeah it's we're really enjoying it and it is a great spot and in a real hub as you say there's lots of cyclists here doing what's known in brisbane as the river loop that's right lots of runners as well as park runners so great spot for it yeah absolutely um we get people come through every week and and see the signs and see the people running and think oh you do a park run here now so and, and it's like i say it's growing um no, it's just a, such a sensational spot. And the trees provide us a lot of shade as well. So come the summer, it's should still be a, a good place to run alongside the river. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Paul, for talking to me. Thank you for all the work that you've done in setting up St Lucia Park Run. Um, and well done. And I hope it continues to grow for you. <laughs> it's our absolute pleasure. It really is. Thanks very much. All righty, Scotty and Mel, that's just about a wrap. Um, everyone has dispersed fairly quickly today. Uh, I don't know whether they're just taking a leaf out of the koala's books and gone somewhere for a hug or um, whether the cool weather has scared everybody off. 
Um, before I do go, let me just describe the course here at St Lucia for you. Um, it is an outback, outback, outback on hard packed sand. So it's soft on your joints, but not too hectic um, in terms of obstacles and trip hazards and things like that. It's a beautiful, beautiful surface. Um, as I said, outback, outback, outback. Look, I'm not going to lie to you. It does mess with your head a little bit to have to pass the finish line twice before you get to actually finish. Um, but look, what I always say about that kind of course design is that there's plenty of chances for high, high fives, cheering on your fellow park runners, and just lots of smiles and waves. And and look, that, that there's a bit of that here at, at St Lucia. Um, great spot for it as Paul said there's plenty of shade here lots of trees the birds are chirping and we're surrounded by lots of like-minded people there are tennis courts here um there's the the aquatic center with the swimmers and triathletes training um and lots of cyclists heading past um not on the shared path we have our own path to ourselves for pedestrians only but cyclists passing by as well um so look a great spot for it if you did come to the launch as paul said and you just thought it was all a bit too much give st lucia another go you'll be pleasantly surprised at what a lovely community it is here well, that's it. Thanks, Scotty and Mel. Thanks, Park One Adventurers. This is Lyndall signing off for the Channel 5 News Crew. Great work, ladies. Out and about, roving reporters. Both official members of the Channel 5 News Crew. But you don't have to be an official member to send us a no. report. And it doesn't have to be an anniversary and it doesn't have to be a launch, as evidenced by Lyndall, who's just been to St Lucia in the middle of having a normal park run. We like all reports, don't we, Scotty? Yep, we encourage it. We encourage it more. And I want to see some iTunes reviews. Mel, we haven't put a call out for iTunes reviews in a while. So if getting a roving report's too much of a challenge, get on iTunes and review us. Happy with four stars, one star, five stars, whatever you want, just review us. I reckon if you've listened to more than 10 episodes of this podcast... It's your duty <laughs> to go give us a review. You can say, have listened to 10 episodes. It's rubbish. I stopped right there, but do it. Yep. Now, some launches and anniversaries that we need to deal with. We have one launch this week. It is in New South Wales. It is in a town called Jindabyne. It is indeed. And, well, that's one 5K event launching this week, but we've also got... Our sneaky little third junior park run coming on board this weekend. Where's that going to be held, Scotty? That's going to be held and it's called Cannonvale Junior Park Run up in Cannonvale, which is in the Whitsundays, which is where our CEO lives and he's going to be in charge. So if you're in the area, get along on Sunday morning. I'm sure you'll have a blast. And that's in Queensland for those who are playing at home. Anniversaries-wise, we've got them in a whole bunch of different states, mostly Queensland. Uh, but the first one, we'll say, kicks off at Coffs Harbour in New South Wales. In the greater state, we're not going without, Frog Hollow are celebrating their anniversary. Then we've got Gundawindi in Queensland. Mitchelton in Queensland. Newey in New South Wales. And Redland Bay, also in Queensland. Are you heading off to uh, Frog Hollow for their anniversary this weekend, Scotty? No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Frog Hollow has a reputation of being a bit of a PB course, Mel. That's where everyone goes if you want to run fast. Interesting. But I'm not heading there. I'm, um... Well, hopefully, hopefully, I'm heading back to the regional areas of the greater state if everything lines up. It's cold in Melbourne at the moment, so I'm going to the coldest place in Victoria just to embrace that the cold. Seems- like a logical thing to do. Yep. A week after <laughs> an anniversary too. So everyone gets excited, goes to the anniversary. No, not Scotty. He's there the week after. Okay. That could that could be a new thing. Yep. Hit the events the week later after their anniversaries. Not after they've launched, but anniversaries. See if the uh, event teams are having post-party blues. So you had no adventures this or last weekend. Have we got some adventures this weekend? Uh, I am undecided about where I'm going to be this weekend, so that's a bit of an adventure in and of itself. Uh, Possibly and most probably I'll end up at home because I haven't been there for a very long time, so that's almost like an adventure. But we'll just have to wait and see. 
Um, speaking of parties, though, uh, I want I want to go back to this. Uh, this week, a very special Park Run person uh, celebrated her 18th birthday party. So we wanted to give a shout out to M Scholarly for your sweet 18th. M, happy birthday! We hope you had a wonderful day with your family and your friends. Our special guest from episode 105, which also happened to be our listener meetup. So happy birthday, M! And another shout-out, we'd also like to congratulate a member of our Channel 5 News crew, PK, on joining the 100 Club. I think it goes without saying that PK is a very passionate parkrunner and amongst reaching his 100 milestone, he's volunteered a lot, he's become a run director, he's obviously contributed a lot to our podcast, for which we're very grateful. So we're very appreciative and, and wish him all the best on joining the wonderful illustrious hundred club, a legend of parkrun, and and I'm a bit jealous because now he gets to order his black one hundred. Black's black's my my favourite top, but he gets one of the new tops, Mel. One of the super new ones. Do you have one of like the original incarnation, Scotty, no. from the original supplier? No, you've got you've got one from the previous supplier. Yeah, I think if you go back far enough. Well, I think only in Australia we only have had the Adidas tops, and I was right on the edge, um, so I missed out on Adidas, so I had to get a Tribe Sports. So all my milestone tops are Tribe Sports tops. Mine too. Yep. And I'm a long way away from a 250, so I've got to, I'm going to be looking on with envy at a lot of people now. <laughs> I think I'm further away from 250 than you are. It's one of those things. The green top will be a long time coming. Didn't we, we figure out at one point that it was going to take me 10 years? I think so. Yeah. And I've only been park running for five, so I've got another good five to go. Well, another awesome episode, if I do say so myself. A surprising guest. Um, what's his name again? Oh. What is it? Learned some good things about a couple of good park runs, Bright and Lilydale Lake, anyway. Um, so thank you. Thank you to all the guests that we ever have. We really do appreciate people joining us on the show. Hey, but did you enjoy the return of the ED interview, hearing a bit more about one event in particular? We used to do it every week. I, I, I did. We, um, we did it a little bit differently than we used to. So we didn't even, like, ask for course descriptions exactly or anything like that. Or, I mean, yeah, I think we did a little bit differently than we used to do it. Maybe people should let us know whether or not they want us to bring the EDs back full-time in terms of more regularly anyway than we have been doing them. Certainly not every week. Comment. Get back to us. Write us a poem. <laughs> Write us a poem. Yep. Make it a haiku because those are nice and short. Whichever way you choose to communicate with us, do it. Give us some feedback iTunes reviews or poems, we accept both. You know what, Scotty? I think we should make that a thing. I think we should we should have a haiku parkrun adventurers competition. We should give a prize to the winner of a haiku. A park it has to be a parkrun haiku though. Okay, and you know what? This links it back to our very first conversation about music and me quoting lyrics because there's a lyric in a song that says, "Last night I wrote a poem. I guess I was in the poem zone." So can we call the new <laughs> segment the Poem Zone? Yes, it can be called the Poem Zone. And we will read out these poems um, maybe maybe one a week because we might only get four or we might only get one. So we'll see how we go with that and we'll, we'll start reading out a poem in that outro, a awesome. haiku. Awesome. In the Poem Zone. In the Poem Zone. Yeah. Great. This is a great idea. Yeah, this is a great <laughs> idea. All our best ideas come at the very end, Mel. Thank you again. Speak next week. No worries, Scotty. Thank you. I'll talk to you then.